Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution, helping to make crypto safe, easy, more efficient while costing less and helping to make it go mainstream. Today's episode also brought to us by the Crypto Current Conference, going to be in New Orleans March 14th and 15th. First crypto and blockchain conference in New Orleans for 2019. Go and get your tickets today at www.crypto-currentconf.co. We only have two days left in the early bird special where you can save $50 on a ticket. Tickets are very affordable. This is designed for all levels of knowledge, whether you know everything about blockchain and crypto or you know nothing. So make sure to check it out and come on down to New Orleans. All right. So. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Ethereum, the forks that are going on with Ethereum, and I'm going to use what's happening to really just kind of explain what happens when cryptocurrencies fork and what do you need to know, what do you need to do to protect yourself from potential scams, uh, even the ones that aren't scams, how to limit your liability, uh, and and just really go into that because what we've seen now, Ethereum hit a low about a month ago, hitting right around $85, awesome time to purchase if you were getting in. And then we saw it rise well over 75%, almost, um, you know, almost at the point where it's doubling. It essentially traced some, you can't expect that much of a, um, that much of a run up without some, a lot of people taking profits. Plus we're going to talk about a couple of the forks that were announced have been proven to be fake, to be scams designed to steal private keys. All right, so January was hype for Ethereum uh, due to the expectation of three forks, right? And since then, two have been proven to be scams, but the major one, Constantinople hard fork, is still set for January 19th. Note a hard fork means that there's going to be no new coins created from this fork. So it might be a misunderstanding where you think that you're going to get extra coins from this hard fork, but that is not the case. The only time where a fork can result in the ownership of a couple of um, a couple of new cryptos or are a new crypto is when there's a split in the development team and some choose to go another route and fork the cryptocurrency as we've seen happen with Bitcoin several times. And then most recently we saw a fork of a fork when you saw Bitcoin cash go into a war where they forked and we saw Bitcoin ABC and Bitcoin SV emerge. Bitcoin ABC has since um, kept the name of Bitcoin cash while Bitcoin SV is still a controversial fork uh, that many people are not willing to accept. Um, so what I'm going to talk about is two uh, scam forks and how to protect yourself. Then we'll look at what to do when there are legitimate forks, as we've seen in the past. The Constantinople hard fork is going to implement a few major changes related to improve Ethereum's blockchain performance and mining rewards mentioned in Ethereum improvement proposals. So let's take a look at that first. So the Constantinople hard fork, it's a major and most significant Ethereum hard fork happening. Um, and it says between the 14th and the 18th, which is why I'm giving the date of the 19th for this thing to be completed. The Constantinople hard fork, uh, which is the second phase of uh, the Metropolis project, is expected to be built on the 7 million, I'm sorry, 70 million 800,000 block, improving efficiency. Not that you need to know the number. I don't know. I just had that in my notes. But improving efficiency and performance, this is undertaken as a step to transition transition from proof-of-work protocol to proof-of-stake protocol in the Casper update, which is going to be down the road. Now, what does that mean, proof-of-work, proof-of-stake? So I've talked about this a little bit in the past. 
proof of work, when you hear of people mining coins where they actually have uh, computer set up, whether it's ASIC miners or whether it's a bunch of GPUs set up to mine, that is based on proof of work, right? So the amount of work put in determines what coins you get. Now, proof of stake are a little different. Now, when you heard me talk about, if you haven't seen, go back to some of my past episodes where I talked about masternodes and proof of stake is where you earn, you own a certain percent. You have to hold a certain amount to earn staking rewards where you stake your cryptocurrency, um, run a light protocol. So the biggest difference between proof of work, proof of stake, proof of stake requires a lot less equipment purchase uh, and it's a lot uh, more energy friendly, but both protocols are being used in crypto. So back to what's going on. So the FARC is expected to make the Ethereum network faster and less costly to operate. It might be controversial because it's going to decrease the miners reward from three ETH to two ETH as well. Um, based on the fact that Ethereum's lost over 90% of its value in the last 12 months, uh, you know, it could be controversial in the short term. Um, but it's also, it's just an infrastructure and protocol improvement for the blockchain. No new coins coming. Um, some kind of short-term volatility could be expected once the hard forks are announced. The transition into proof of stake is a risk, but Vitalik Buterin, uh, one of the, the core developers, creators of Ethereum, doesn't mind taking the risk as he doesn't care about the short-term impact on the price. He's not in this for price. Uh, he cares about it succeeding as an investment rather than a technology. Um, investors are aware of the transition benefits. More you know, more investors are going to get attracted overall is what he's thinking. So exchanges that are supporting a hard fart are Binance, KuCoin, BitForex, OKX, Huobi, Bbox, IDEX, and HitBTC. Now you can also transfer to wallets that will support it, um, but just make sure you understand those wallets. Don't just Google what wallet's best or Google Ethereum wallets because there are some scam wallets out there designed to steal your private keys, steal your crypto. And, and anything, anyway, I mean, if you're holding a small amount on any of these exchanges, that's perfectly fine. You know, I know there's a big debate, you know, if you're on a centralized exchange, you don't actually own the crypto, you don't hold the private keys. And that is true to an extent. But if you have a little bit on there, then just just focus on, uh, you know, just have, make sure it's on one exchange that's going to support it. But if not, if you have large amounts, you definitely don't want to keep that money on exchanges anyway. You want to transfer it to wallets. Uh, my personal friend, now my Ether wallet is one that a lot of people use uh, for Ethereum based tokens, but then you also have uh, Exodus, which I use exodus.io is their website. Uh, very great user interface. No matter what wallet you use, it's important that you make sure that you are protecting your private keys. Um, do not import your wallet private keys to any unrecognized wallets, uh, promising you know, promising free coins. That's something you definitely don't want to do. You know, and the reason I'm saying that is because I'm going to jump into the other two Ethereum forks, uh, which are just, you know, a group of developers. I use that term loosely because it's, um, you know, looking like these next two are a couple of scams designed to steal your money. But, you know, they are taking the Ethereum protocol, forking it, um, promising free coins, and you can take your private keys, you know, put them in, you know, put them into an unrecognized wallet to kind of, you know, import it in. And then they are stealing your private keys from that wallet. So a couple of them, the altcoins, Ethereum, Noah, which is given the ticker of ETN, which is going to be very confusing for people using a legitimate 
a somewhat legitimate crypto called Electronium, which has been out for a while. Electronium also uses ETN. Uh, so they, they could be playing on the, the name of that. And Ethereum Classic Vision are reportedly, you know, appropriating the private keys of users trying to redeem their allegedly forked coins. Uh, the scam was discovered in a report sent by to Cointelegraph by the Garda Wallet development team on January 11th. So this came out right before the weekend. Uh, the official website, Ethereum NOAA project, doesn't contain a white paper. Describes a process that users are supposed to engage in to obtain ETN. According to the website, the user should first send Ethereum to an address and then export the private key and redeem the cryptocurrency using a dedicated online tool designed to steal your private keys. The user on Ethereum Block Explorer Etherscan has commented on the, on the address we just talked about, asserting that the address is a scam, hard fork airdrop after warning, don't send anything here. The tool to claim the coins appears to be a clone of a well-known online Ethereum wallet by EtherWallet, featuring the original logo, website, title, and page under a different domain. Another classic example of some of the crypto scams we've seen, cloned a legitimate website, legitimate wallet, uh, whatever, uh, slightly different domain, and then you direct people there to download it. People think they're, they're downloading my Ether wallet. Many people have even heard of my Ether wallet, so it seems legit. Just make sure you're paying attention to those domains that you are uh, visiting and where you're downloading from. Uh, the main difference compared to original my Ether wallet interface is that all of the options that let the user choose how to access the wallet are grayed out, other than the one allowing the user to paste in their private keys. Furthermore, some browsers flag the tool as a deceptive site. So some of the browsers have even flagged that. Uh, one of the ones I love using is the Brave browser, which is a crypto-friendly browser that uses the basic attention token, but it's got a lot of great, um, great, you know, great tools such as this to identify those deceptive sites. So the founder of CEO and my Ether wallet has also commented to Cointelegraph, which is where I got some of this info for this. Uh, this part of the article, uh, the clone mentioned in a phishing site and mentioned is a phishing site and has no relation to my ether wallet. Our team with cybersecurity firm Segasec is, is going to take it down on January 9th. So uh, that may have happened or if it's still up, uh, chances are a lot of browsers by now haven't been able to flag it as a deceptive site. So the other fork we're looking at Ethereum classic visions hard fork um, has a white paper. It was supposed to happen on January 11th. The website contained links to a downloadable Windows and Linux wallet alongside a web tool near the claim fork button. The website states, regardless of which authorized wallet you use to hold your Ether, your free ECTCB uh, will be initially sent to the Ethereum Classic Vision wallet. While we're currently negotiating with a number of popular wallets at the moment of the fork, we'll not be able to send ETCB to those wallets due to certain differences in the algorithms used. Uh, so the Garda Wallet team noted that while this project looked to be more solid after close exam examination, they found that the ETCB team also appropriated the private keys of users. And they let, issued a statement saying, analysis on the code performed by our team has shown that the piece of code provided actually sends private key data on the Ethereum Classic Vision servers, masking it as an API token. All right. The issue with forks, even if legitimate, right? So that... That's, that's what's going on. And the reason I brought it up, even though a couple of these dates have already passed, is because you want to protect yourself. There's going to be forks in the future, and you want to know what to do with them and what the fork is going on. So the issue with forks, even if they're legitimate, can lead to an underpowered network that's vulnerable to attack 
as we saw last week with the 51% tax on Ethereum Classic, where we saw nearly 200,000 worth of Ethereum Classic stolen uh, from the Gate.io exchange. There was a couple other exchanges that had some ETC stolen. Uh, now, the hacker has since returned most of it back to the exchange. It was hit with a double spin. Uh, and what is a 51% attack? So what that is, that's an incident where more than 50% of a blockchain's computing power is aggregated and controlled by, <clears throat> by one organization to change the network's transaction history and potentially double-spin cryptocurrencies. The exchange warned that the hashing power, so exchangegate.io, warned that the hashing power of the ETC network is still not strong enough and that another 51% attack is still possible. I'm not going to go into details. The Ethereum Classic was a, a fork a while back when there was an issue uh, with a bunch of stolen Ethereum, which forked into the ETC uh, network and Ethereum. Uh, but when dealing with forks going forward, you want to participate. You know, right? Say, say there's forks coming up, and maybe maybe the ETCV is something that you wanted to participate in or one in the future, but you're not quite sure yet how legitimate of a project it is. Let me give you a quote. So this is some advice given from uh, Adam Barlam, who is with BravoCoin. Now, Adam is going to be a guest on our podcast in the near future, uh, talking a little bit more about BravoCoin and some other projects he's been working on in the crypto space. But here's what he had uh, kind of commented on a post I had made last week about the Ethereum forks. Right? So transfer Ethereum to a new wallet address where you control the private keys um, prior to the fork. Now, a new wallet address means getting a legitimate wallet, but creating a new one specifically just for the fork coins. When the fork arrives, transfer the Ethereum to a new wallet address. You can even send it back to the exchange, wherever you held it previously, if you want. And then use your private keys from step one. Now, granted, you're using the private keys of this newly created wallet that you're only using to obtain the fork coins. That way, if they steal the key, there's nothing in it since you already transferred it out in step two, uh, but you can claim your free uh, coins there. <laughs> Adam uses the word shit coins, which uh, a lot of them really are. They're not really that great. And then you can sell it. If there's an exchange available uh, that, that is supporting that, sell it immediately for BTC. And then he goes on to step five, rinse and repeat. So the reason we put that is there, there's gonna be quite a few farts you're gonna see down the road. Many people have the fear of missing out. If you don't want to just avoid it completely, protect yourself, protect your private keys. As mentioned here, this wallet that Adam's recommending you set up is not a wallet that you're going to use for anything else other than to claim that, right? Many, many of these wallets are available out there, legitimate wallets that you can set up, um, but don't get back in down the road and store other stuff in that wallet. Only use it for claiming your fork coins. And then immediately, once you do that, get whatever coin you have to be holding to get the fork. Uh, once the snapshot is taken, you can transfer that out. So in this case, Ethereum, Ethereum hits the wallet. Um, the fork coin, you know, once that snapshot happens, you can transfer that Ethereum back out, back to your uh, trusted source. And then um, those airdropped or fork coins will show up in the wallet that, that is supporting it. So basically, if, you know, if they do try to steal your private keys from their wallet, it doesn't matter. You don't have anything in, in there, and it's not a wallet you're going to use for anything else. So uh, that's it for our episode today. I want to thank you for listening in. A reminder, there's only two days left to get your tickets for the Cryptocurrent Conference in New Orleans for March 14th and 15th. 
Two days left to get the early bird special. Tickets are normally $150. You save $50 off if you buy them right now and are in the next two days. Also, you can use the discount code Wayne, W-A-Y-N-E, to get an additional uh, discount on top of the $50 that you will save for getting the early bird prices. Uh, those, again, are at www.crypto-current.com. I'm sorry, www.crypto-current.com.co. Uh, so make sure to go in there, snag your tickets. We'll see you then. And thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode.